We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Road Tripping fans. Homage t-shirts are as ferocious as the dunks or bangouts Richard and Channing throw down from time to time, and their softness can't even be matched. Homage has been turning back the clock with throwback tees for years. From the NBA to the ultimate warrior, you know, the tee that LeBron wore on the plane after leading the Cavs to its first title the city had seen in over 50 years. Well, Homage tells the stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old school and creating new legacies. Go to homage.com, that's H-O-M-A-G-E, and pay homage with your favorite tee. Be sure to check out the NBA GMTs and one exclusively made for me and you. Better yet, three other tees designed specific to the road tripping fam you'll want to check out. We're road tripping at homage.com. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, welcome you into another edition of Road Trip and Richard versus Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. And You I'm- know who's back, mother effers? <laughs> <laughs> Channing is back. Yeah, had to come back. Channing is back uh, for the first time making his debut on Road Trippin'. As Jose, a guest. As a guest. Finally. Jose. <laughs> oh, Touche. 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 Well, the thing was, Jose, we were like, oh, man, we're going to get you right after All-Star break and blah, blah, blah. And then I got traded. So, you know, listen, you know, things are working out. We're still trying to figure it out. But also, um, fun story. So my ability to connect with Jose today was through JG, Jeff Green, who is also going to join us. However, I'm just going to throw it out there. He's getting a tattoo and said he can't make it. So... Filling in is one of my best friends who I played college basketball with like and is on this trip as Fs? well. Like BFF or F-F. like BFFFFF? <laughs> There's a lot of Fs. Yeah. Savannah, Savannah who I found. Warner. I'm going to have you put that really close to you. There you go. Who I thought would be really cool because. Put it really close to your mouth. Like really close. Like um, just really a tip. Close. Those, <laughs> those, <laughs> from, can't say that. those from Toledo would obviously recognize Savannah, but she also played overseas uh, basketball. And so I thought it'd be really cool because she played in Spain. So with yes, Jose as well. Okay, name here. these cities. Name the cities they played yeah. in? Uh, Bilbao yeah. and Orense. Okay, what are those cities like? They sound like Toledo and Topeka. <laughs> no, they're actually, you know, Bilbao is one of the biggest cities in Spain. Yeah, Bilbao is, is really yeah. nice. Orense is a little, is a smaller. Tiny. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice food. Pulpo mm-hmm. is good. I don't know if you like octopus, but it's, it's, that's what they eat there. That wasn't really? my favorite city. I didn't like that city very much. I got hurt there, so I'm like, eh. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a small, it's a small city. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. funny that I've never heard anybody go, oh, that city? That's where they eat octopus. Octopus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Galicia. Yeah. Uh, it's not only that city, but it's just like uh, the state. They yeah. say that. Uh, it's famous because of that. Oh. Pulpo a la gallega. So Galicia and... Damn, hit him with it, dog. What's up, Jose? Jose's my guy. I don't know if people knew it. Jose's number one. Joselito. Uh, Billy Billy. <laughs> Jose Money Man. You got a lot of different names. Jose the Jamon guy. The what? <laughs> the Jamon. The Jamon guy. <laughs> so little do people know is Jose has his hands in the Jamon business. And his Jamon is literally like... The best. Do you know what the difference between ham and jamon is? 
No, Savannah, why do I feel like you do? Because I lived in Spain. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so you think I'm joking and I'm coming with Like, it. I think if you actually saw what he's talking about, you'd be like, that's disgusting. Oh, I'm not going to eat that thing hanging in that window for 20 years. Well, it's not really? 20 years. It's not 20 years. <laughs> no. What is that? How many years? Now, you know, uh, prosciutto? You know prosciutto? Oh, yeah, I love prosciutto. Yeah. So it's the same, but uh, in better quality. Like, better. But it's, it's kind of like the same. Oh, okay, so then would why wouldn't I like that? that? Yeah. Because so, she's over here ordering chicken fingers and french fries. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to expand no. her palate and be a little bit more worldwide. No. 2018, people. You know what happened? It's true, like, uh, the jamón, yep. you say. Uh, they always saw it, like, uh, with the whole leg. And, you know, you just save it from the leg. But at the end of the oh. day, you just, like, you know. It's, it's so it's, good. It's pork. It's the whole leg. It's cured with salt. And it's, yeah. hung, it's been hung for a couple of years. It's so good. Yeah. Really? So good. What, what kind of cheese different? do you like it with? The what? What kind of cheese? <laughs> the what? What kind of uh, chego? You know, I could say manchego. That's the easy one. But yeah. I like the one from, you know, where I'm from. Uh, torta. What? The tortas? Yes. That's... Torta. It's, it's kind of like a soft cheese. Kind of like a, I don't know, I would say close to Wait, are, do you have a like... torta farm too? No. Uh, <laughs> are you going to get one? No, why? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, listen, you got everything else. You got the olive oil. You got the jamon. Yeah, I got some of that. Do you have a home? <laughs> Where are you like No, originally? it's not a farm. I'm not really own the pigs. Like I gotta let's, let's get <laughs> this clear. I'm a hype session here. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. I Wikipedia him and I was hyping all of this stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't it's, there is a lot of farmers in the area where I'm from and but I'm in the part of the business part. I'm like we choose those hams or whatever and you just sell the ham. But I'm not owner of, of, of the pigs. I don't yeah. I'm not a farmer. No. What part of Spain are you from? Extremadura. Where's that? Extremadura. Southwest. Southwest. Actually, close to Portugal, too, as okay. well. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm like two and a half hour drive from Madrid. Okay. So. Okay, so do you have a home over there? Yes. Okay, so you have one there, and then you have one in Cleveland. Well, in Cleveland, I'm renting. What's it like to see Jose again? See Channing again? <sighs> well, I'll say this. Uh, after I uh, got traded... Um, <laughs> oh, no, no, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Thank no, you. getting traded was, was weird. I kind of had a uh, – I kind of had an idea was coming. Uh, but when it happened, it kind of like – you know, everything is business, and I've been in the business for a long time. It's not the first or last time I've been traded. Um, well, hopefully it's the last time I've been traded. But I think for me, the relationships, I think, were very different. You know, like being on a team where all the guys are like, 26 to 36 you know you have a lot more in common and I think when I came here I came to a team that's building something amazing you know and the Lakers have like one of the brightest futures in the NBA they have excuse me um six guys under 23 gosh right and so it's like Brandon Ingram is 20 Kyle Kuzma's 22. Lonzo's 20. Because uh, like I can't even Zubek drink. Is 20. Legally. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, your boy's been solo dolo a little bit. Mind you, I'm trying to rehab back uh, from getting uh, my appendix out. But I think, you know, in life and, and when you can work somewhere and have relationships with people that are long lasting, I think it's been amazing. You know, and I think, um, you know, guys, of course, like, you know, the guys that have been there the longest that's an automatic i'm always stay in touch with them but you know guys like jeff and jose and kyle um you know and jetty and big z um you know those guys i'm still going to keep in contact with and always wish the best and i think you know um it's been amazing and i'm trying to build those relationships back with these new guys it's just different there's just that age barrier and mm -hmm. i'm trying to you know break that by telling them they shouldn't eat subway before games <laughs> or they shouldn't eat chipotle <laughs> so i'm like guys you're the Number one pick in the NBA, and you're eating Chipotle. Like, spend a little money and get you a filet mignon, homie. Oh, wow! You like take it real high. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to be the best, you got to eat the best. You also came into this room and went straight to the <laughs> straight to the menu bar. Oh, yeah, and just opened a pizza. Yeah, and I saw you order some filet mignon. <laughs> and then I ordered. <laughs> well played, Jose. <laughs> Well right, chicken played. wings yeah. and some chicken noodle soup. Yeah. So I'm good. I'm, I just need a snack before I go to uh, uh, to a dinner with the guys. So it's going to be good to see everybody. But, you know, like, 
I'm, it's a weird place because I'm not playing. I'm on a different team, so I'm not, and I don't travel with them, so I'm not in that like do or die phase with them. Mm-hmm. But I have an attachment to them because they always like ask me questions. Like what kind of questions? Like basketball questions, where oh. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you don't know that guy's going I, left. I do love that. Right. Oh man, I, they. I only see you one game, and you were in the bench. And I think you're gonna stop talking for a minute. No, no I can't because they're like, you know, what's crazy is the one game I actually played. They put me in versus Anthony Davis, who is literally playing crazy, out of his mind, good, and gave me a quick ten out of forty something points. And um, I had a good scout, like, hey, don't let him. I can't tell you. Well, I'm gonna say it anyways, because everybody knows it. Don't let him go left. Make him go right. Make him set up for a jumper contest. But you know he's seven foot, so it's like, what are you gonna do? And oh yeah, he was dotting my eyeballs up, going left, <laughs> everything. So Luke, of course, and all those other U of A guys are joking with me about our scout. You know, they like, good scout, Channing. I got him. Listen, he averages fifty right now. He had forty. <laughs> Ten of that was on me. I'm cool. He's under his average. <laughs> like. You know, Doc, I'm not known for scoring. Doc Rivers made a comment last night before our game, uh, the Cavs game with the Clippers, and um, about when it comes to guarding LeBron, how you can't overreact to greatness. So, like, his advice to guys that he obviously has to draw that matchup with is if you hold him to 20, like, be cool about it, right? If he gets 40 on you, don't care. Yeah. Like, that's kind of that, like, mentality. He's, you know, he's the best that you can do the best you can, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah. Like you just, it either it is or it isn't. Yeah, there like are certain guys or is or yeah. isn't, yeah, and then you, can do. you just got to depend on their, you know, to being on all these different teams. It all comes down to that player's preparation for that game, mm-hmm. and is he feeling a certain way? Have you thrown something new at him? Does your energy match his? Does your intensity match his? Mm-hmm. And that's all it really comes down to. It's like, are you stopping James Harden? No. You just got to make him shoot a bad percentage. Like, And then you got to pray that those other nine <laughs> guys don't make five threes. You know, like you look yeah. at uh, uh, Golden State. It's like you could do a great job on all of them, and then all of a sudden Steph has 30 in a quarter. Yeah. It's like, wait, hold on. You had zero points, but he's just been – you know, kind of figuring it out. I think um, all the greats, their preparation and like their consistency is what you challenge. You challenge that consistency. And then, you know, being on a younger team now, I'm Is this your advice to them? This is my advice to all players, high school, college, semi-pro, pro. My challenge to you is be consistent. Yep. Like whether you're – if you start going in a weight room an hour early before practice in August – Go in May. Go in April. Go in March, right? Don't go because your team's not going to make the tournament. Or don't not go uh, – or don't show up if, like – or do show up, even though you might not, like, have made the state tournament. Like, be consistent. Like, that consistency is what's going to help you grow. And, um, you know, that's the kind of the things I learned. It's like, even though I was in Phoenix, we didn't – we were ranked or, like, supposed to be 10th in the West and Grant and Steve were like, yo, we have to prepare. Like we're going to go to the Western conference finals. We have to treat our bodies like this. And we end up going just because we had like prepared that way. Right. And I think that preparation is again, is what's going to set the teams apart. You know, are you doing the team stuff? Are you doing the, you know, the family dinners? Are you doing the extra practices? Are you getting your weight room in? You know, Mm -hmm. that's when you, it separates the, the playoff teams from the not. Jose, what do you love about Cleveland? It's been great, you know, so far. Uh, uh, I think, like, people sometimes, when you just get to downtown or, or just for the night, when you're in opposite teams, yeah. you have a different feeling of what Cleveland is because you really don't go out a lot. Like, you just go for dinner somewhere close to the hotel. Sometimes Martin's. the same. Sometimes even, <laughs> I'm going to say, sometimes maybe in Morton because you don't have to get out. So, um, but for us, it's been great. You know, like, uh, living in the west side, it's, it's been really good. The family love it. Uh, everything is closed. There is no traffic. Uh, yeah. I got a, a lot of restaurants. Like Dude, it's been, traffic. it's been great. Like I think for me as a family guy, is it's been, it's, it's pretty good. What are I your, what are some of your favorite restaurants? Ooh, um, I was with, uh, you know, with Channing in Dante's. I yeah. like Dante a lot. Oh yeah, yeah in, in Trauma, Yes, uh, there is one in Avon. Uh, it's called a Strip. I don't know if you guys have been there. It's like an old farm or an old, old barn. 
Uh, it's oh. a steakhouse. It's, it's I don't know. I in like Avon? It. In Avon, yes. Huh, never heard of it. Yeah. You live down there. You no, I lived don't. down there. <laughs> Sorry. <Dude>. South <laughs> Bay? Stand up. <laughs> oh my gosh. You Dude. live in the South Bay? I have to. Oh, that's right. That's where the Lakers pay me to, <laughs> to stay. Ah, oh, Richard <laughs> raves about the South Bay. It's here. amazing. Manhattan it's amazing. Beach. Huh? Manhattan Beach? No, no, no. I'm in uh, Marina Del Rey. Marina. Yeah, more than yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I love Manhattan Beach. That's where too. I was living. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna stay on that strip. Like, you know, um, I forgot Santa Santa Monica, Venice, Playa del Vista, uh, Marina Del Rey, Manhattan, Hermosa. One of those. I'm gonna rent a place the last couple of weeks of the season. You go on a great road trip after this. You're going on a great road trip after this? <laughs> Hopefully, if I'm clear to practice. So they have a rule like you don't go on trips if you don't if you're not practicing. Oh, I got you. So basically, like I gotta like yeah. kind of push myself. Every team is bit. different on that. Yeah, every team yeah. is very different. There is people Which, who like to like travel all the time. So you with you know. But no, no, no. Me it is true sometimes when you injure, like if you can stay home, you're gonna get more more of it because in the on the road you gotta take care of the guys who exactly, are playing. Exactly, exactly. Which so, makes sense. So it's all different. But different. I think um, you know the new facility. Have you seen it? I yeah. Before it was open, yeah. Oh. It was almost done when I left. Dude, Jose, how many teams have you played for? This is seven. Maybe. This is seven. Ooh, I'm on six. Ha! This is seven. What? Because, and I have two teams. It was Detroit. Uh, that I was traded after Toronto. It was only for like two months. Okay. From, yeah. And in Atlanta last year, it was only like two months. See, it was only for the playoffs, kind of. Oh, gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. How different, how much the same is Cleveland? The same? When you think of the teams, the seasons. Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit. Uh, yeah, oh. you know, it is being the fastest season ever, I think. Why um, do you think that? I don't know. I guess because everything will happen with the team. I think everything is like it's always something. I think media, everything, whatever happened with with this team is uh, is huge. It's bigger, uh, you know. So uh, I feel like it was always something going on with our team this year, you know, and uh, and that make us like to go through games without really thinking what's going on. And look where we are right now. It's only 18 games left, and uh, I don't know why it's been so so fast. I think in other teams it just games and i guess it gets bored or something but not with this team what do you it's think it's a circus <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you gotta call it that but i'm saying it doesn't matter what it is winning or lose like everything around it is bigger than it's just a, a, that being a game just because you know being with lebron and being with a you know a championship team and, and everything uh everything is different yeah what's been the biggest surprise for you with this team uh, maybe it well, is just simply being with LeBron every single yeah, day. Yeah, well, yeah, Maybe for sure. It's... I think when you play against him, you already know how good he is. I think with during his team now, uh, now you know uh, why he's the best. You yeah. Know, and uh, everything around him. So uh, I'm, I'm surprised by that. And uh, yeah, like uh, I'll say that would be the most, uh, yeah, kind of like a, get it the most, yeah, for sure. Is I he guess. the... Most consistent superstar yeah, you've ever like seen. You were talking about about consistency. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. But not only in games that that's really difficult because yeah, he's yeah. been doing for fifteen years every 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 game. But just everyday practice, everyday workout, everyday treatment, everyday uh, recovery. He's the most consistent guy. It's I've a seen. lot. It's a lot. I see a, a lot. lot of people try that. It's a yeah. lot of people can't do it. No, I am one of them. <laughs> what? No, it is, it's, I thought about doing his workouts for a day, and I was like, nah, I'm cool. No, he, he's amazing. <laughs> nah, I'm cool. Give me the coat. Uh, let me shoot some J's. I'm cool. You're like shredded beef right now. Shredded Not even eating beef. bread. I mean, french fries right now. But oh, yeah, it's fact. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but are. most of the time, I eat pretty damn good. I'm not playing. And so, like, when they take your appendix out, your stomach is a little sensitive. So, like, uh, I'm not eating as much. So, I'm down to, like... Phoenix 2011 weight. Oh, wow. Which is weird. So I don't know how I'm going to feel once I start, like, running and getting back. It's kind of scary. Like, surgery on your stomach sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, sneezing, coughing, laughing. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> it's like having a C-section. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me have a baby through my butt. Like, it's, I don't know what that feels First like. First of all, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Why did you just say that? Well, how can I relate to having a C-section? But it is. Like, how, she... Uh, <laughs> I, I, had that, 
I had the appendix, you know. And oh, I, you had your second It was a f- like a long time ago. Um, <laughs> but I, you say about the sneeze and oh. laughing and everything. Uh, somebody came to visit, a friend of mine. And I, he started talking and I was just like, it was crazy. So yeah. he started telling some jokes. And I was like laughing and crying at the same time. Oh. But it was like really bad. I'm like, please, you guys got to stop. You guys got to go. I, I needed to like just go on my pillow and try not to think <laughs> about anything because those guys were making me laugh so hard. But it was so sore at the same oh. time. Like I couldn't stop. Uh, it was bad. Uh, it so, was bad, dude. Hey, I feel you. Instagram, I was <laughs> I like, you, goat was videos, really was really funny bad. dog videos. I was dying. But see, yours is on the side. They had to actually oh, yeah. take my appendix out of my belly button. So they had to reconstruct my belly button. That's the part if that hurts the worst. If you are listening to this podcast right now and eating, I urge you to stop. Yeah. Is that, that's the new system or what? Yeah, it's, it's called orthoscopic. So if it's know. not an emergency, it's it hasn't no. burst. <laughs> mine was emergency, I think, because they just opened yeah, mine like, had burst. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, you know, there's no, no, no reconstruction, no, no, no. nothing. <laughs> no, they were like, let's get this shit. Is that out. the worst? Oh, no, you've had... <laughs> what shoulder surgery? Is that the worst surgery you've had? Yeah, I've had I shoulder surgery. So, I don't have it. That was bad. You also had heart surgery. No, 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 no. They had a heart. Uh, it's an ablation. It's where they stick a tube through this vein in your groin all the way to your heart, and oh. they pump it full of adrenaline and see what happens to the blood in your heart. That sucked because they basically <laughs> were like, Savannah, what do you compare that to? <laughs> I don't so have anything. Besides imagine a doctor telling you this: there's a scab on your vein that's smaller than a pinpoint if that scab comes off you're gonna bleed out in two minutes so they're like sit down don't do shit so i had to sit for two weeks while this thing went down and like kind of healed itself but like if anybody touched me i was like do not touch that's terrifying terrifying i had to get on an airplane like that (gasps) for eight hours from dc i think it's dallas all the way to pdx basically they needed to wrap you in like bubble wrap yeah, my groin. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're going to, you know, it's going to cancel out a lot of other stuff. Oh, my God. Edit. Savannah, edit, educate, edit. Us on, <laughs> educate us on what position you played. Um, Center for real I, with knee braces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did have one knee brace. Okay, just one. But I tore my MCL my senior year. That's how Allie, Allie and I became really good friends because she had a concussion. If because you wanna... I was walking and texting and I walked into a light pole. <laughs> You had a concussion like doing that? No. I got a concussion. And she was out for like two months. <laughs> yeah, you cannot walk on text at the same time. This is embarrassing. First of all, this is with a no way. As well. oh. Two months, you bust your head that hard off a concussion. I did it. Oct- Actually, time out, TV time out. Saturday morning practice in practice, coming off of a screen, and I actually go straight, like line drive right into her shoulder. Okay, I'm coming off of a screen and I go straight into her shoulder. And I actually thought that I had messed up my orbital bone. Like it knocked me back, right? So I come out and check everything center? out. This is on a Saturday. <laughs> no, I wasn't a center. She was a center. I was a center. And like power forward. I, like it was like two Mack trucks essentially. Like <laughs> yeah, we both played quite a bit heavier I than we are right big. now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm coming off of a screen. Well, you guys were just in the weight room. I saw Allie look like she I was, was in doing the weight room. Like I was three oh nine deadlifts. I took it very yeah. serious, Jose. <laughs> oh, you should see it. So oh. I, I'm coming off of a screen and I hit her. That's a Saturday morning, right? Monday after practice, 48 hours later, walking back, texting. I did. I run it. Ran into a light pole. That was in the morning. That night, she actually picked me up to go tanning. And on my way, I was like, V, I don't, I don't feel so good. Like I just started to kind of like spin, get dizzy. And I didn't even go tanning. I waited her on her to finish. I didn't have a car. I was a freshman. And she takes me back. This might be the whitest story I've ever heard. The next morning. <laughs> the next I'm morning. Sorry, Justin, we have a lot more. <laughs> the next morning was our first exhibition game. It was October 30th. And I did not play until conference play in January. There were moments where I like shut down, didn't go to class for a week, uh, sit in a dark room, wouldn't smile. I mean, I went completely like under. It was wow. not. I was so sick and um, kind of had to like relearn how to play. I mean, I, I remember trying to shoot a layup for the first time and I hit the bottom of the backboard. It was the craziest thing. So I think it was kind of like a double contact that, you know, kind of where basically you shouldn't have been playing. After you know, it's 2018. Right. We could talk about mental health issues right now. We could. We actually right. could. I think because you had a chance to talk your, with Kevin today. I did. I think we need to talk about yours. I think you were just going <laughs> or something. Wait, actually, we're on a mental wellness trip, trip so we're fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. 
Yeah. Oh, are you? We yeah. are, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's working. I'm on vacation, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. tight. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, speak it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she was a center power forward in college, and I was a three. And then she went overseas, like I said at the beginning of the podcast. I was like, when did you start uh, playing. playing professionally? Professionally, 17. What was that first check like? It was nice. <laughs> did you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that. Yes. How did that happen now? How does that happen overseas? Because we know in America, this is how it works. How, to everybody, how does it work overseas? Okay, so I was 13 years old. Ooh. And I was playing for my uh, my the team in my city. Okay, it's like and a club was, team, essentially, yeah, like right? Yeah, a club team, yeah. yeah. And, um, and after I was called to play with my state. Okay, so I was playing against other states in Spain, and uh, after that tournament, my parents got a call from uh, this team, uh, Basconia Hotel Ceramica. is is one of the best. Basconia Hotel Ceramica. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the best teams in uh, in Spain. Right. It's in the Basque Country. Okay. Close to Bilbao. The Basque Country. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you know what you know? Basque no, country? fuck no. Okay. I don't know what none well, of this is. Well, it's north, north, north of Spain. Is close to Bilbao. Uh, okay. It's like it's, Bilbao is close to France. So you're on the yeah. northern oh, part. Oh, tight. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. There we go. All the Maybe way, the, important all the way up there. Geography. So, Maybe uh, the important things. <laughs> so they called. They called. The, like Countries. they wanted to uh, to sign me. <laughs> so uh, my parents yeah. asked a lot of people because I was 13 years old. I never left my house. Like yeah. I, I'm from a small town. Um, so uh, we went there to visit, and um, you know we make a decision. And I went there with thirteen. We made a decision. Or your parents are like, "Take him, please." No, no. They asked me, "Do you want to go?" I'm say yes. So <laughs> you know, I joined that decision. <clears throat> um, Do you have siblings? I got one brother. Okay. Younger okay. than me, yes. So I went there and I played in, uh, you know, in like a small like the teams like under thirteen, under fifteen, and all yeah. that stuff, uh, working on my game. And uh, at seventeen. These guys uh, want me to. They want to sign me uh, professionally, so I signed for three years, and uh, just but they sent me to a different team to get experience. So I play in the second division in Spain right. with 17, and after in the first division with other two teams before I get back to this one. Oh sh! It's kind of like the G League, kind yeah. of like the the same concept, right? But, but they are you getting paid, you know, at 17 Your and money. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you so being overseas? Do you? It's coming to America for. How many is this? 16? 13. Oh, God, I came with 23. I wasn't drafted. I wasn't good enough at, from 18 to 22. You're already getting paid. You're okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neither was I. Listen, yeah, I was given to the league when I was 22. Um, do you think college kids should be paid in America? I think they got to do something. Right. Because it's so, it is a weird system. For me, from the outside, it is just weird that those guys don't make any money. Uh, because we're doing that in Spain or any, any other place. It's not like you're getting crazy money, but it should be some kind of like Compensation. maybe a cap. You know, like every team got like, you got one million and you got to spend it on one guy or on 12 guys or whatever. But it should be some kind of like, uh, so you do, you know, that's the way to, right. to stop all this totally. stuff that is happening. How do you determine that? Because in today's college system, athletes do get a stipend. You do get a monthly stipend. So on top of that, okay. how much do you think needs to be? Like, what is that amount? What conference are you going to? Let's just name a conference. Can I Can I ask you? But, yes. U of A. Yeah. How much you got monthly? $800. Do you know how much my rent was? Wait, what? We got yeah, Mid-American. I lived in though. Tucson, Arizona. But also, you have to remember, like, each year it gets bumped up. He's a lot older than us. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's I true. I made that's significantly true. less than you did. That's I want to say I was right under 1000 Yeah, That's very true. So when I graduated by the time I was a senior and left, my monthly check was 1200 Okay. Yeah. Your check is $1,200. Yeah. Let's say you So I'm saying on top of that. On top of that? Like how much, extra. Yeah. How much extra do you think... I think it's that twelve hundred is room level. and board, but I guess it's depend of the level of the what what they could do is with like because the the problem is the good players, the level no? of the team. That's what they right. try like to like. How much like, money they're bringing? Yeah. How many need whatever? <coughs> so what if like everything got like a you know a million or two million as a cap, and you gotta spend that money in, in whoever player you want just to bring the yeah. better right. player or something like that? So that's know, dealing like, with recruiting. Let's say it's five hundred grand. It's dealing with recruiting. It's dealing with taking care of players yeah. and their families, like. Let's say it's taking care of each player. Um, like you want a guy, let's say it's $1,200, okay? Yeah. You want a guy to eat 4,000 calories a day, right? Yeah. And you give him $1,500 a month. Like, yeah. 
and go to school yeah. and do all this, and then your school is making that much? Like, I'd like to know how much a school makes if they make the tournament or how much a school makes. Like, I know I've heard numbers of, like, a school will pay another school five hundred grand just to play them. Well, so if you have five hundred grand to play another school, you don't have ten grand to give a, a guy whose family is struggling? A month? No, not a month. For but the I'm season, saying, essentially. Yeah, for the season. Let's say he's the seventh or eighth guy. Hey, you're a freshman. We're going to redshirt you. Here's ten grand. Make sure your family is okay. Yeah. You have no problems, no issues. Okay. Now, I'm going to use Arizona. If you're Arden or Aiden, you get what you want. Deirdre Aiden. You get what you want. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're you're getting us on ESPN. You're the number one recruit. You're going to be the number yeah, one but, pick in the NBA. But it should be a max. Like it should be uh, controlled. Of course, it should yes. be controlled. That's the theme. Because yeah, if control. no, you're going to get trouble again. Just pay <clears> too much or right, crazy. Exactly. It should if be there some was kind a of a control. On it, something. You know. Let's say 250 grand. Whatever it is, it got to be. You got to put a max on it. I think for 250. But grand. when I left, like what we were yeah. talking about, I left with 13. They didn't pay me any cash. You know, like yeah. Like they pay my school, they pay my food. We used to go to a restaurant every yeah. time, and they cook for us. And you know, we were four of us in the same situation. Yeah. And um, we got everything was paid, but our stuff. You know, like uh, my parents were getting a little help. Yeah. But that's it. That that's all. It, it wasn't like I was getting a lot of money, like crazy. Now, no, when I signed at 17, yes, I, I I signed my contract, and that's a different story. But at the beginning, it's just like. Something because right. no, you just kind of like you know just leave your house right, exactly. or whatever without any. I just would wish that the NCAA would work better with like trying to develop into being a part of the farm system into the NBA. You yeah. know, guys in the G League, right? The G League is getting amazing because guys can go back and forth. They're playing, and most of the time, like for the South Bay Lakers and the Lakers, they run pretty much the same system, so they're interchangeable, which is amazing. Um, you look at like Houston, and then you look at like the Rio Grande Vipers. They run the same system. So those players, I think, you know, my boy Matt Brasi coaches the Vipers. He's like, man, I got four or five guys that go up all the time, and they're they're just getting put in there, and it works. So why not have the NCAA prepare these guys to be men, right? Yeah, but it's tough too. With the, if you only have guys for only a year. That's that's what that's being one of the problems. Too. It doesn't matter you though, know, because you don't have time. Like, no, how then much, you get your cap money back. Let's say yeah, Toledo is like, like I'm there's more, a guy in Toledo, like right? They're like, yo, listen, all these other schools want to pay you this. We will pay you two hundred grand to come here right now. Let's say the cap is five hundred, right? We'll pay you two hundred grand. That information is disclosed between us of how much we paid you whatever it is, now you're putting Toledo on a map with a guy that might have gone to Duke or North Carolina or Ohio State. But what makes you think that they would have the same amount of money to give as one of the higher major? Is Toledo a Division I school? Yeah, but it's still mid-major. You don't think they have 500 grand? You don't think that their alumni would be able to raise 500 grand to make their school legit in basketball? I mean, you got to put, I guess, the product out on the floor to bring the fans in the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You don't think five hundred grand? I'm not. I'm talking about. You might get one donor that says, "Here, I'll give that. I'll give that to you this year. Get get me some players." But then you run into a problem where you have an 18 year old kid coming to school and you're handing him a shit ton of money. Okay. You know what I mean? You're. It's. Are you not? What you're just handling? You're either 18 year old guy. Huh? So wait, what happens when he gets to the NBA and he's 18? Well, I understand that. Well, he's not going to be 18 when he goes to the NBA. Let's say he's 19. What's it's the difference? same thing. I get what you're saying, but right. it's like there has to be some type of system. Right. You know what it, I mean? There has that, to be control. Yeah, it is not easy uh, because it's so it's many not. schools. And and if you if the biggest school got more money than the little school, they the little never going to have a chance mm-hmm. to even get into like a good tournament. Like they They're not going to get any mad. players. Yeah, they, Could you, you know, imagine mad. a guy that – doesn't okay that gets his school for free let's say he goes to again i'm gonna use like toledo Mm -hmm. okay let's say this guy knows that his cap at who he is as a basketball player is done in college okay but he wants to do more than that he wants to become a doctor okay he is now taking this money he got for playing basketball goes all four years does everything required of him and now cannot have uh, student loans because he's taking the money that he got because he was, you know, 
second Gatorade Player of the Year, just didn't pan out, doesn't make the NBA, and now is becoming a doctor without student loans because he sacrificed those four years of his life to play basketball and to do the best that he can for that team. Think about that. Like, that will be amazing, would it not? Or do no. you not get what I'm trying to say? No, I understand what you're trying to say. It actually happens, it's too. unrealistic. I don't think it's unrealistic. I just think there's so there's, many... There's so many little things. Yeah, like, exactly. It's complicated. It's mm-hmm. a complicated system, and it's a complicated system to put rules on it because it's so many... It's, it's a huge difference between the bigger schools with the smaller schools. And there's such, it, such it, a big it, difference between the women's side and the men's side. Yeah, you know. Well, you know? You know oh, I just watched that, uh, UConn. This is how bored I was. No offense, women's basketball. I just watched a full women's basketball game. Okay. Like, top to bottom. And you chose to watch UConn. It was 31 to 4 at one point. Come on, That's man. That's a good. You don't want to watch them. You don't so want to watch them. Ron actually wants women. to come on here and talk about. But why, why? How do they get. But they only play seven girls. Is the disparity between the great girls and uh, college, like high school boys? What do you mean? High school boys, you'll have one good guy. Like one crazy good guy per state, maybe let's say four or five, depending on what state you are. Like, is there one good girl on every six teams in college? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Right, but in in NCAA, you might have like Duke, who has like five, or you might have North Carolina. I need to, I need to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure a couple years ago, when they were in the midst, you kind of was in the midst of a hundred straight wins mm-hmm. that that time. If I'm not mistaking, mistaking, I think the top five recruits that came out of that time were not with UConn. What? Yeah, I gotta fact check that. Yeah, maybe people, maybe there is maybe girls don't wanna go there. Like they wanna be, you know, good in their own team instead of like just join like you know twelve. Right. You know, I don't know. But it speaks to, I think, the, the overall team that Gino has put together and the consistency, the tradition that continues to carry. It's not just – he has a star, right? But Or he got like two or three. But there's not much of a difference between his star player and his fourth and no. fifth. Well, you know what I'm that's saying? That's what make it the biggest difference in yeah. this, at that level. Yeah. Like how he has some killers you when I was watching. Yeah, they yeah. were giving buckets. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, women's basketball like in Spain? Was they have the the same problem? There is a big difference between you know men basketball and women basketball. So the league is is doing okay, but uh, some of their best players they have to go to you know somewhere else uh, because one because money. There is no money in the Spanish in the Spanish league, and right. they, they gotta go to Russia or Greece or Ukraine or. Oh, they the, love the, women's basketball out there. They got you know there is people who invest on those teams, so they play in the Euro League right. and they have the money to to spend and and so they got the best players. So Spain is doing really well in national teams now, right. like they got the medals you know lately and, and all that stuff, Olympics and stuff. But the the best they they're not playing in Spain. Some of them. How many medals did you win for the Spanish team? Eight. Wow. How wow. many? How many of them he were gold? <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, two golds. Where do you keep them? Uh, it's a secret. <laughs> Why am I going over to Spain to rob you, fool? These are all American listeners. No, I got no, the, that I, is I, not I got the in, I, I got them, in, you know, in, in a safe in a bank and stuff like that. So, what is? Where's your ring at? Uh, it's, it's secret too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did, I did some replicas. Oh, That's did the you? Ones oh, okay, I have okay, just, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, at yeah. home and just for people. Did you get paid for that? We do. Mm. We do. Uh, we got a per diem for every day we are with the national team. Uh, oh. di- it's different when you're doing the tournament than when you're in the practice time. Yeah. And after you got, uh, before you get to the tournament, you got like a bonus in yeah. case you win. So you you talk to the president Damn. and see how much for bronze or, or or you know silver gold. So how okay? So uh, in Spain, I asked. I forgot who I asked. This. Oh my god, he's gonna. He was not gonna hate me. But uh, Rodriguez. Chacho? Yeah, Chacho. Chacho. I played with him at Portland, right? Yeah. So I asked him, top three, and this is back in like 2007, right? Top three biggest sports names in Spain. Sports names? Sports names. So like 
He's, he named off a – Nadal? He said Nadal was second, but he said that uh, F1 driver was number one. Fernando Alonso? Yes. And then he said Nadal, and then he goes the Gasol brothers. Yeah. Bow, bow bigger because he's been – you know, he's older. Uh, yeah, but after the soccer players too. Oh. You know, because you guys like Iniesta or Xavi or right. what's your favorite Sergio soccer team? Sergio, sorry, Sergio Ramos, Real Madrid. I follow Real Madrid. Do you? Yeah. Who's your favorite player of all time? I don't know. I I that name big me of, three. That big of a fan of uh, football. Oh, okay, soccer. Cool. Did you grow up playing soccer? I play, I play, but just because my friends uh, at the school used to play football mm -hmm. and I wanted to be with them, so I was doing both. Uh, I used to do basketball because I love it. My my dad used to play, mm -hmm. and uh, that's why I was there. But I wanted to be with my friends, so you know, a couple of days a week I was uh, practice. Uh, I was doing football too. You probably sucked. I that's was, not very I, I nice. Was okay. I, I was okay. Jose <laughs> probably a good so passer. Jose a good passer. Yeah. Yeah, I like to pass the ball. You do. You, you're really good at it. You like to shoot threes too. Yeah. Who would win in a three-point contest? Jose. We are so in LA right now, and my uh, doors woo, are woo. open because I love the fresh air, so you can hear the ambulances <sighs> in the background. Um, but between the two of you in a three-point, V could shoot a three-ball. What? Yes, I wasn't just a center. <laughs> okay. Stop it. I wasn't. Uh, Literally. Centers shoot threes now. Dude, there is no – I was telling somebody <laughs> the NBA is positionless, man. There is five, maybe six legit centers yeah. in the league. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan, Hassan Whiteside. Uh, Did you say legit because they play only inside? Who? Yeah. Like only no like Joel, a no, center. No Embiid. No. Embiid's a. No Margasol. No, Mark can hit the three. Yeah, but Mark's, Mark's a center. Yeah. Brooke. But no, no, no. Lopez no, no. can now hit the three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but those. I'm not going to say they're, they're, they're true no, centers. Yeah. I'm talking about like shot blocking. Yeah. I'm in here. Like Dwight on the lower Howard block, on the lower yeah. block, yeah, centers. I call them like aircraft carriers. Like yeah, they're not a lot big of those. fellas. Not a lot of those. Anymore. No. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, I have a really fun conversation to get into. Yes. I'm taking a sharp left. Um, so in the most recent podcast done with DJ Montage, we got into things that I really like this, that he doesn't believe in. Oh, God. <laughs> Your microphone is not on your mouth. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> and two things that he does not believe in are Elvis. He thinks Elvis is a character. Um, and dinosaurs. So are there things that you guys don't believe in? <laughs> Eating french fries, sorry. <laughs> right, is there I don't anything know. You I don't never, believe I never in? thought about it. It's kind of a fun conversation. Um. Is there anything you don't believe in, V? I, I get excuses. The aliens <laughs> and stuff like that. Aliens? You don't believe in aliens? I don't think so. I oh, think we man. Will, I think we will know by now. It's, you know, we know that smart. Do you think they exist? <laughs> They're just people? Uh, if they, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like if they really exist, it will be more people who really see them. Like, mm -hmm. I don't feel like we are the smartest race out there. I don't know. Wait, like, we're the, what? No, I'm saying like it'll be some, they will be smarter than us. Like, oh yeah, yeah. We cannot see them. That is, you know, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I, you know, that's why I'm. Do you believe in dinosaurs? Yeah. Because uh, my son, my, my 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 sons love them. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's precious. So, There's so much dinosaur stuff in the home. How I don't gonna believe about it. Do you believe in dinosaurs? Oh yeah. Do you not I've got an in argument anything? with uh, very much about that. There is real bones out there, no? 
He goes out of those. Yeah, like how do you? Those are because you can't find any fossils in Akron, Ohio. So he doesn't think they exist. (laughs) What do you mean? There's like woolly mammoths like roaming that type of area like forever. Because they told us that, or you've seen them. What is your argument with DJ Montage? Uh, (laughs) Edit. Um, my thing is like, listen, there are bones, there's actual like DNA, there's, um, evolution. Um, my thing is this is like everything to me is a maybe possibility. There are things I say, eh, probably not. Now the big thing with me is like, okay, aliens, right? I, okay. The, the universe is crazy, humongously, unfathomably big. Right, and then somebody said, "There's a planet that is like twenty-seven thousand light years away." So I said, "Okay, how far away is that?" Right. So our planet is, let's say, us as human beings are two thousand and eighteen years away, or like since AD, we're two thousand and eighteen years. Imagine if they came here early on, which is why the pyramids are here, mm-hmm. and then they left. So it would take them a certain amount of time to get here. Then it would take them a certain amount of time to get back, and then a certain amount of time to get back and check on us again. So mm-hmm. just, just, just saying that they, they're, they're on their way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying if they know. were, think about it. We've only been, a, we live a small, small fraction of life, and we see a lot of crazy things. Since we've been born, we've seen two wars so many presidents like different technology like when we were growing up jose you couldn't have a phone with a to take a picture no that that that's yeah but that's that's thing to do with what's out there i think you just no, ask us you know but i'm saying you- but i'm saying like think about how short our life is but then think about like the distance it takes yeah. to get from we are so every star is a sun whether that's yeah. blown up or not, has its own universe. So think about somebody coming from a different universe to ours takes time. And so maybe they were here and were like, oh, y'all are some stupids. So we, and then dip out. That that's a, that, that could be. That's, maybe they saw us and they're like, oh, no way. Let's, yeah. Let's get they're out like, here. nah, yeah, yeah. We don't want none of this. I don't know, but I don't know. I feel like if they were out there, like we, you know, more people could see them at some point or something. On, I don't but know. But if they have the ability to come here, why would they show us? Yeah. Like, what would we do? We'd honestly blow them the fuck up. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, I don't know. What would what Jose's would like, I'd actually make him my friend. I don't know. I don't know. What I would just, happen? Yeah. Jose, what would happen to Earth if somebody had a spaceship and just whop in the middle of LA? <laughs> no, just like, just like, and they're different. Yeah. We have problems with, we're the same race. We have problems with black people and white people. No. What would happen if an alien came down <laughs> and had his hands up like this? He would get shot so quick. <laughs> he would get shot Who's so quick. Who's to say he would die? Yeah. Man, boy, they, they blow him up so quick, girl. Stop it. Okay, wait, uh, but Allie, what do you not believe in? Is there anything I don't believe in? I don't really, I don't really have anything really either. I'm willing to be, I'm one of those people that... It's called gullible. <laughs> no, I want to believe it until I'm proven wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. So I'm I wouldn't be shocked if there was an sure. alien that yeah. you know. Actually, I'm happy like you're telling me like they're on their way. Maybe we we, we have the chance to meet them. <laughs> <laughs> See, told y'all. Podcast number fifty-five. Oh, don't even. Two? We just released seventy-two. I don't know. This I'm is your podcast. Anymore. Not anymore. That's a lie. Um, all right. Well, um, we talked a little bit about this before we started. Any charities that you have, Jose? I work. Uh, I was named uh, UNICEF ambassador uh, a few years ago. Ooh, you're so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most legit charity I've ever heard of in my life, next to LeBron's. Yes. Most guys are like, yeah, I give... Uh, books to homeless people when I see them. You should listen to our uh, one episode that's coming out about Larry and Crohn's disease. It's Damn actually it. amazing. So, uh, so that's what I do, like uh, worldwide Airball. kind of. I have a few. <laughs> <laughs> I went a few trips. I went to Zambia. I went to, uh, you know, I, 
Uzbekistan to like a different for a different project with UNICEF. Uh, I'm doing another one with water in uh, Niger, in Niger. And um, but after when I'm home in my state, uh, I work with my foundation. My fund I did my foundation just because of that because I was asking for a lot of people just to help them out in different ways. Uh, yeah. Just to raise money with a jersey to money for projects or whatever so what i did is as i you know we did our foundation and um it's working really well uh i only concentrate on my on my area and that's how i get back to where i'm from is there a website yes that you we give fundacion what is it fundacion cose manuel calderon dot org org we will put that in the description of yes. the podcast. Yes, where <laughs> for those Fundacion, <laughs> Jose Foundation. Calderon, Foundation. Foundation is the same. Yeah. Helpful Nation, Foundation. <laughs> the Hopeful Nation, Foundation, Fundacion. Oh, Foundation. Oh, I forgot, dude. There's nobody. I don't do that like my son. They, they correct my accent. I don't like that. No, do they? Like, yes, they speak English really well. Well, they do, except when you talk to them. No, I talk to them, but you know, now they are in the age who, you know, they're gonna say, "No, daddy, you don't say it. That's that's not how you say it." <laughs> so, do you speak to them predominantly in Spanish? Yes, always in Spanish at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't ever awesome. slip up and be like, "Hey, boy!" <laughs> <laughs> no, they try for them. They, you know, every day, you know, it's, it's easier for them to speak English sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's tight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, this has been awesome. I'm for glad sure. We to do this with my guy Joselito. Yeah, I will say when um, Channing said that he could podcast, I said, "Who would he want to?" And he said, "Jose." I did say Jose. Thank you, man. I really appreciate. it. I'm sorry it took so long, Jose. No, it's okay. I was just listening to the other ones. It's fun. Just <laughs> the outside. Ooh. You know what? I'm glad you glad you listen to it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, Channing does not. I'm all butthurt now. That I'm on on it. You did say that you have to go to dinner at eight, so I'm what respecting time your time. It is ten till. Oh crap! Okay, cool. Oh, it's three till. Oh, okay, so, all good. Um, toy, you, toy, Jose, toy. thanks for coming on. No, thank Savannah, you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for jumping Savannah on. Savannah Warner, for what's me. your Instagram so you get some love? What is my Instagram? Savannah is it savvy.w? Yeah. yeah. Savvy.w. I probably won't accept up. any followers, but go ahead. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, with that, that's another edition of Road Tripping. Yeah, Tripping road trip, dog. I'm out. <laughs> See you next year. Literally. Er, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, bye.